Come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to episode 102. A fantastic cruising. I am Matt. It is 102, right? It is 102. All right. Yes. And who are you? Um, I'm I'm Kimbra. You'd think I know that after 102 episodes, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about uh, watching our little intro video when we did that whole underwater scuba kiss. Yeah. That's like really hard to do. Yes, it is. is very difficult. If if you watch the intro, if you're if you're listening in, just go over and watch one of our podcasts on YouTube. And just at least watch the intro, and uh, and yeah, because you got to take you have to take the regulators out of your mouth. Then you got the bulky masks. I mean, it's you you know it's like zero g. Well, it's not zero g, but it's it's less than normal Earth gravity. So it's at least above well, the water. Well, in in that one, like I wasn't ready. Like took you by surprise. It did. So like you got your reg out, and you're like holding your breath, and I'm like. I'm not ready and like pushing you away. And then eventually I get mine out. Yeah. You push me away. Can we just dwell on that for a second? Well, it was because you were close and I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I am ready for? A cruise. I'm ready for a cruise and we've got one. Look, when this comes out as an audio podcast, it'll be less than a week. Yeah. Very like, like we would be on a cruise a week from then. Yeah. If you're watching it live with us now, then it's just barely over a week. Like at this point next week, we're going to be crazy. By the way, we're going to we, be crazy. We're going to be going crazy. Yes, <laughs> we, I am. I'm going to go for multiple reasons. By, by the way, you're going to be going crazy. Yes. Like you're not already. Yes. In a different way. Anyway, by the way, next week, I'm not sure that our podcast is going to be on Friday night. We are going to do the podcast 100% for sure. It might be before Friday. It's not going to be after Friday. Right. Because it's, after Friday, we'll be on a cruise. It might be on Thursday uh, because we have to do all the stuff. We have to we have to go do some things we're going to talk about in a second. And it's, it's shifted all, all of our plans around a little bit. And uh, we have to make some accommodations. And that might mean bumping the podcast up a day. So. Yes. So what, what are these accommodations we have to make, Kimber? Well, we have animals. Right, but what's causing the shift in our plan? Oh, we have to get tested for COVID. We have to have a negative test to get on the ship starting the day of our cruise. Carnival has made that new rule. So we have appointments for Thursday after work to get tested, which is when we were, were originally going to take the animals to their animal keeping place. Just the lizard and the dog. Right. The, the snakes are the cool snakes here. Are They're like, we won't even know we're gone. Yeah, but... So we were going to do that on Thursday, but because now we have to get tested, we're getting tested Thursday. So we might push the animals to Friday. Depends on how it all plays out. Well, the other problem is both of our animal sitters are like, like an hour away, 45, 45 minutes, minutes away. Hour. So, yeah. and we have to leave work, come and get them and then go and drop them off and then come back. We wouldn't be able to get back and do the podcast on Friday. And we want to make sure and get the, uh, test done on Thursday so that if something goes wrong, we have another day cushion to get the test. Yes. So um, we could technically get them on Wednesday, but when we made our appointment, it wasn't clear. There was some confusion if Wednesday was actually within 72 hours. And let's explain that because there was a lot that was confusing for a lot of people. So on our particular cruise, which is leaving Saturday, yeah, it said, you have to get it, yeah, 72 hours before your cruise. Well, we're like, what does that mean? Well, to me, that's that's Wednesday. So three days before Saturday is Wednesday. But then there were all these posts that came out that were like, well, that would be Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. It's like, or, well, why or Wednesday would... after a certain time? Yeah. Or like so that. we're like, you know what? Thursday is in all of those things. So let's just go with Thursday. No, it it seems to have been clarified by John Heald that. Wednesday would be fine. And, yes. and he's like, you don't, you're reading too much into it. Don't stress out. Um, but 
we're not taking any chances. No. Because I don't know who's I don't know who's looking at those test results. Is it Carnival? Is it somebody else? Like I I don't I don't want to take a chance. So yeah. so we're going to get tested on uh, Thursday, and then we may and it's going to be negative, it and will, we will yeah. get on a ship yeah, on I'm, Saturday. I'm, I'm real positive about that. You're positive about that. Don't even use that word. That word is not even allowed for the next week. Got it? <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yes. And and then we are, and then and then we'll be set. Yes. So that's happening. And, uh, and yeah, and, and I got my, uh, my new shirt, the Halloween shirt. I got one for me and another one for me that's too small for me. So now Kimber got one as well. And we got our sticker. So if you're interested and if you're listening at home, go to, Look at the links in the show notes. Um, go to Fantastic Cruising Community. You'll find links to our Teespring account. Go to Teespring and look for Fantastic Cruising. And um, it's like the creature from the Black Lagoon, which is actually called Gilman, climbing onto the uh, balcony or side of a cruise ship with a cool Fantastic Cruising logo. I think it came out pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty happy with it. So, yeah. Now, is that it? That. Are we ready to? Um, you know what? We do have one email that I forgot about last week. <laughs> so I know, exciting. So a couple weeks ago, we were going through all of our announcements and stuff, and we were like, nobody ever emails us. So we did actually get an email because of that. Let a me pity, see. a pity email. A pity email um, from from our friends Josh and Ashley, and it says, "Hello, heard you had no emails." So me and Ashley wanted to send one saying hi. So hi. So look, this is how desperate we are for your emails. Please send us your emails. <laughs> and we will read something as simple as that. It, uh, yeah, we're not too picky. It doesn't have to say anything at all. Well, it has fin to say something. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Also go check out our friend Tony's new podcast, Common Room Talk. Yes. It is a Harry Potter uh, podcast. And it is really good. And it's really good. Yeah. yeah. So go check that out. I'm, He's got two episodes out right now. Yes. I also want to, can I promote one more thing while we're at it? Sure. Yeah. I want to promote this. Our group cruise. Our group cruise. Yeah. February 19th through 26th of 2023. Plenty of time to call, not to call, to email. I mean, you could call me, but email me first. Fantastic travel. At gmail.com on the Carnival Pride, Seven Nights, Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, Cozumel. Out of Tampa. Yes. So it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And so check that out. Yeah. Okay. So I, ju I just had to promote. Good job. Well done. Thank you. Like a poorly cooked steak. Well done. <laughs> I'm a medium, medium rare guy. Myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm there too. All right. Are we ready to bring in our guests? I'm ready. Cause I mean, we got a, we got an awesome guest, a fantastic guest for you guys tonight. And uh, and I don't want to I don't want to hold it back anymore. We're gonna bring on Nurse Nancy, nautical Nurse Nancy. Hi guys. Hello. Hi. Bon <laughs> Beanie. <laughs> bon Beanie. You, you could just see her like in the green room, like I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> that's that's the great thing about Streamyard is you can see them there and like she was dancing to the theme music, which we always do. You only know that if you see us in the green room because we're not on the screen there. But how are you doing? I'm great. Excellent. Oh, man. So excited. So happy we're cruising again. So right? happy. It's it's so long overdue. Now, look, this is the great time to bring you on because you are one of the lucky few who have actually been on a cruise, right? You were yes. kind of on the first the first cruise in the Caribbean, right? Yes. Yes. One of the first cruises. So actually like the second official cruise that was in the Caribbean. So Caribbean, Caribbean, <laughs> whatever, you know, tomato, tomato. Okay. Uh, yes. Royal Caribbean's okay. first cruise out of, um, on adventure of the seas out of Nassau. So yes, such an excellent cruise. Oh, so good. And, and if you're not familiar, Nancy, tell everybody how they can find you on YouTube because you've got some vlogs out from this cruise now. Well, People sometimes refer to me in the chat as Triple N, but I, <laughs> I, um, somebody, and, and the old timers call me Nurse Nancy because I used to be Nurse Nancy and my channel name, and then I changed it to Nautical Nurse Nancy just to get a little more ship cruisy type of vibe. But, um, you can find me on YouTube at, um, Nautical Nurse Nancy. I, I think it's, you can even type in that whole YouTube 
slash nauticalnursenancy.com or something like that. I should have my my username in there, but You're thank also you so much. The, the description. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. I, uh, I, we love cruising. My husband and I and our family, we all love, love, love cruising. We were away way too long. Way too long. So, so tell us a little bit about this crew. So you, you and Anthony flew to Nassau and what, what was that? What was the whole process of, of getting to Nassau and getting on the cruise ship like? So, well, you know how like people always say fly in a day early. I totally, we were really happy that we did fly in a day early. We had friends of ours from another YouTube channel, shout out Q's Cruisers. <laughs> but um, if they, um, but excellent people. So many of the cruise community are such excellent people that you just, um, we like to support each other. Well, Sarah and Bob got delayed on their, on their connecting flight and didn't end up coming until the day of the cruise, which is so, it's just part of the reason why I don't recommend you flying in that same day. Even if the cruise took off like really deep, we are, our actual embarkation time was 9 PM, but you oh, needed wow. to be on the ship at like four. So that's when the gang plane or whatever, that's when boarding stopped on our cruise, even though they didn't take off until nine. So Interesting. good to be there a, a day early. We went there a day early, hung out with some other friends um, at this resort at Warwick Resort in Nassau and um, had a great time there. And then shuttled on over, came on over to the port of Nassau, which is not set up as a cruise, like as an embarkation port. It's only, it was set up as a, like a stop, but they're in the midst of building, I, be, I believe they're in the midst of building a cruise port there, like a larger cruise port. So um, they actually uh, had us stop at the Hilton, Colonial, Colonial Hilton, where they, this cruise was different than the following cruises. They actually provided the antigen testing for us. Um, even though we were all vaccinated, we all had to be, vac well, most of us had to be vaccinated. There were a few children that were exempt, but they had other rules for the non-vaccinated kids, but all adults needed to be vaccinated from my understanding. <laughs> So they did our antigen test. We looked for the email and um, got on, got shuttled over to the cruise ship and got on board. So, and then on board, we did not need to mask the staff masked, but we did not um, wear masks while on board. They did try to do some distancing for us, try not to have too large of parties on board, but. Um, it was an excellent cruise. Just a um, wonderful, wonderful time. <laughs> Sorry if I went into too much detail. No, that's okay. So, so you're in NASA. That's that would make me. That would have made me really nervous. Like, what if you would have gotten the the bad result from that antigen test? Then you would have just had to fly back. I guess. Yep. Then we would have probably stayed in Nassau a little bit longer. And um, they did have a contingency type of, well, we wouldn't have, if we were positive, we wouldn't have, like, then we would have had to go back home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have stayed in Nassau. Right. Been like, but they did have, <laughs> they did have a whole, um, it was pretty explicit for what they would, they would recover your cost of the cruise and it didn't seem to be too high of risk in our, in our opinion for for doing that and i don't believe anyone was rejected from going on that cruise yeah. that i'm that i know of <laughs> you know it's it's really and and we should say something like considering the hardships that the cruise industry has gone through mm -hmm. with this massively long shutdown I feel like they have done a remarkable job of taking care of their their clients, taking care of cruisers. And that can't have been easy to do, but yes. um, it's awesome. So, you know. And it was, it was a little tricky because we didn't, as cruisers, we were supposed to be finding out like the protocols 30 days prior. Well, it was still being developed and they weren't Things were changing. Um, the, even the Bahamas health visa that we needed to get 
um, changed in the while we were getting closer to the cruise. So it, it changed for the better that we didn't have to have that. We didn't have to have testing prior to coming into the Bahamas. We right. um, that if you were vaccinated, you could get the Bahamas health visa, which did give you actually some COVID insurance with that. It was like a, it was a nominal fee. It was like maybe okay. like $35, $40 per person for this insurance. You did need to mask while you were in the Bahamas, um, anywhere except for like outdoor at a pool environment, you didn't have to wear masks, but indoors they and, and around just in general outdoors. But like if you were at a pool, you didn't have to, but around the rest of Nassau, you did have to wear masks. But that was fine. <laughs> I mean, it was hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, but, did you guys um, do a lot in Nassau? Like, did you go to that main kind of cruise area in Nassau at well, all? We, so we had a pretty decent, I was really happy with the resort that we stayed at. It was an all-inclusive resort. So it included, and it had a pool and a little beach area. And um, we were kind of meeting up with other cruise vloggers there. So um we did not do a lot of touring of NASA. I think a lot was still shut down uh, from what I understood. So we pretty much stayed and, and we didn't want to get too adventurous. <laughs> so we pretty much stayed at the, well, we did. We stayed at the resort. We're very happy with the resort. Um, it, it wasn't a luxurious resort, but it was very good for what we needed for that night um, right. for being an all inclusive and the people were very friendly and it was a, it was a nice place to stay for one night. Um, I wouldn't have minded staying longer actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually finally getting vlogs out. I'm the world's latest. Um, I'm the, I'm the, I take the longest to edit like my videos because I, I have, it's a hobby for me. And so I, I make it fun. So I'm finally getting out our embarkation video, hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> I have it all cool. done. It's all on, you know, <laughs> It's, no no rush. There's so many videos coming out right now. Yeah. Like we all need time to watch them. So. We, we still have dive videos from last August. We haven't yeah. put out. So. Yeah, we're not much better than that. <laughs> yep. Going. Yep. I mean, there's so much, there's so much out there. There's so much good content out there too, but um, I mean, and everybody has their little niche of what they like to watch. So I, um, I try to make it fun and, um, I just do it mostly for me and whoever wants to, you know, follow along with me, but I'm not trying to be like competitive in it. <laughs> I right. just am trying to have a fun, you know, video for people to kind of, I do a very much of a come with me on our journey. Like, come, I'll take you along on our trip with me. Like I'm talking to you, like you'd be along with me on the trip. And so I show a lot that other people might cut out but to me they're little snippets like 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 pictures of going along in the taxi and what what nassau looks like because i don't i've never been to nassau actually oh, okay <laughs> so this was your first nassau this trip. was our first time we were in nassau okay. cozumel a lot we've been to cozumel cozumel for us has been like our nassau for a lot of other people we've that's probably never... the most common port other than Nass nassau and cozumel are probably the most yes common caribbean ports i would say yep yep but i like the people were super sweet um we just um we had a great time we had a wonderful um cab driver that we had found just at the airport and um i i i was so blown away with his calm cab driving experience <laughs> that I gave him a little short because I, 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 and I didn't get any discount or anything for doing that. I just was like blown away that he drove five of us, um, a pretty long distance. And the fee was like $80 for all five of us with luggage. I mean, like it was a 45 minute taxi drive and that to me and the, his manner that he drove was so safe. Like, and that's something in Nassau, you feel like, oh, okay, I'm putting myself at risk. I'm getting right. in this, you know, vehicle with somebody I have no idea. Some <laughs> of those island gonna... drivers are like crazy. Yes, they can so. drive like maniacs. So <laughs> he was he he was so much on the lookout and was like he he beep when when there was traffic kind of coming into us just to make sure that they saw that we were coming through and 
felt very, very, very confident with him. So anyway, <laughs> was yeah, really was, impressed. You said it was 45 minutes from the, like the airport to the resort, which the resort was close to the cruise. Yes, it yeah. was. You could see the cruise port. Was that, yeah. was that like 45 minutes because the traffic was so bad or was that 45 minutes because of the distance or a little above? I thought it was like more the distance. I didn't feel okay. like we were stuck in traffic. We had a pretty, I mean, we were coming along regularly. I, I mean, we didn't really have rush hour traffic. So. <laughs> Cause I, I know like there's stuff on NASA cause I've, I've been there a lot, but only with the cruise ship. So I know there's stuff on NASA that I don't have time to get to. Like there's some yes. really interesting snorkeling sites and different things. And I'm like, how big is this island? It's not that big, but but I guess it really, it kind of is. It took a while. Well, our, our um, resort was on Paradise Island. So you did have to get across a bridge to get there. Um, and there was like a nominal, like a $2, you know, bridge toll to get mm. over there. Um, but, uh, it was, it was beautiful. The paradise Island was really, really lovely. And then being able to look at Atlantis was pretty cool as well. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Atlantis is pretty neat. I've never been there. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've only been to Nassau once. I've only been in the lobby of, of Atlantis, but I've seen vlogs and stuff of it. It looks Looks pretty crazy. We'd love to be in it, you know, be able to do it sometime, but we decided not to do it. You know, I want to do it full bore when we can experience it. And I didn't want to be exhausted going into the cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have been like batting down the hatches. We're not taking any chances. We're just going to get on that ship. And then once we're on the ship, we're good. That's kind of, that's kind of our attitude, or at least my attitude for this cruise we have coming up is I'm like, I'm not taking, like, we're not going anywhere until then. We're going to go straight to the cruise ship. We're going to minimize all of our chances. And then once we're on the ship, then I can, like, let my hair down and, you know, kind of relax. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that our attitude going into this and even talking with the other cruise bloggers along the way and other cruisers was that when we, we, we kind of expected it all to come to a halt at any time. Like we really knew that this was, we knew not to take it for granted and that like it almost seemed miraculous when we actually were on board. Yeah, <laughs> it was imagine. just like, we are actually really on board. <laughs> I can't even believe that this has happened. Like, yourself. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to ask you this question. Did Anthony get a new hat? He did. You'll oh, see that tomorrow. <laughs> he did. He had, okay, just in case you guys don't, the one listeners or whoever they may not know, my Anthony wears a crush, a squashable, um, it's called a squashy roux hat. It's a, it's a roux skin um, hat. It's very soft and it comes from Australia. And so it's an Aussie hat. Um, and he loves that hat. He wears it all the time, all the time. And he, we had, a very quick connecting flight. So we had to go, we had to get off of our plane and like run to get to the next connecting. Um, and of course, it wasn't the same terminal. So then we had to take the, thank God it was in Atlanta. So we had to take the plane train, which gets you there pretty quick. And thank God that was running. So, you know, just run, 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 get there and got there in the nick of time when they're taking, you know, they're just starting boarding got on there, but realized as soon as we were on that second plane that he had forgot his hat, forgotten his hat in the, in the upper chamber of the last um, airplane. And <laughs> there's no retrieving it. So he has a brand, he has two brand new squashy Roo hats. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a backup now. Yes, but now um, before this cruise, because we were literally like down a hat for the cruise, he ended up getting a uh, one that was okay for the um, for the cruise. It, it covered his head and, and shaded him. It wasn't the same though, so he was happy to, it didn't fit him the same, it wasn't the same. It had a kind of a floppy kind of a strap that he kept on putting behind his head. <laughs> But he was happy that he had a hat so that yeah. that we were very thankful for. We got that in the lobby. We got that at the store of the check-in hotel. So that Colonial Hilton, we got that just in the nick of time. So 
I, I understand hats. Like I, I have a lot of hats, but there are definitely some hats that are like, these are my hats. I really like them. And other ones it's like, ah, they'll work, but I'm pretty particular about my hat. So and I, for, I totally for a cruise, understand. the hat is just so important. It's such mm -hmm. an important part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So you get on Adventure of the it was Adventure of the Seas, right? Yes, Royal Caribbean's Adventure of the Seas. Yes. From NASA, how many nights was this cruise? It was a seven night, so a week. Doing it right. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, if you're going to NASA, you got want to you want to have a. Oh heck nights. yeah! We we only have done six or seven night cruises. Well, six or eight night cruises. <laughs> six to eight night. <laughs> <laughs> And then where where was the port stops for this cruise? So it was a little different because we're used to getting on a cruise ship, having a sea day or two sea days, and then you have your port, 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 and then another sea day and get back. This was not like that at all. So <laughs> we, um, because we were right in the Bahamas, we went to Royal Caribbean's private island, the perfect day at Coco Cay, which was nice. our first time that we had been there. And it was Awesome. It was so, so much better than I thought it would be. Oh, cool. <laughs> I kind of thought it was, you know, like a little overhyped. I don't, I, I, I feel, I felt like it was almost too vibrant. I'm like, this almost seemed like sugar coated, like, can this, and they're calling it perfect day. Like, can this really, um, <laughs> I'm kind of a little cynical. I think it has to do with my ICU nurse <laughs> part of me that. <laughs> I am a real nurse in case anybody doesn't know. <laughs> and us ICU nurses get a little bit, um, we are a, a bit um, sarcastic and cynical at times, but we're still very caring. <laughs> but um, part of me was like, can this really be that excellent? And um, I just, holy cow, that island is just it's fantastic. The way they have it laid out is, and so many loungers and shaded areas and beaches and snorkeling. I went snorkeling. I saw like little mini coral like areas and didn't touch it, but <laughs> little mini like colorful fish. They were all really like super small, except a little barracuda. <laughs> oh, cool. But it was just, it was wonderful and so we we spent actually two days at perfect day at coco Cay. we did not overnight there so we actually had to be back to the ship by like 4 4 30 ish the ship went sailed away and then came back <laughs> in the morning the next day and then we had another day there and the same thing had to be back at the at the ship at about four ish and um, it was just excellent. And the, the first day we just did all the like free beach. And I really think we could have done a couple of free days there actually, yeah. <laughs> but we did splurge a little bit. Um, we went to the second day we did do the um, beach club. So they have this fancy, um, this fancy beach club area that um, it was a, a, a little money, <laughs> but it was a very lovely area with its own infinity pool and, um, you know, its own beach. Uh, they did not allow snorkeling at that beach because they didn't want you to go out too far because there's there were there's sharks in that water so they're um oh. i don't know they just don't want you swimming out too far in that beach that's what we were told we did see a little nurse shark it was it was oh, cool. very cute <laughs> if they would have told me that i would have been like now i really want to go out there. i know i know sarah <laughs> um we've really hung out a lot with Sarah and Bob um, from Q's cruisers, but they, Sarah was always like, was, was wanting to snorkel and um, asked about it specifically if they rented um, equipment and they said, not in this beach. No, specifically not. Um, but there were a lot of little fish, a lot of um, white fish that were very difficult to see, but <laughs> you could see them swimming <laughs> in the water and then that nurse shark, but then um, that pool and then the meal oh the meal, there was amazing just amazing and they had the specialty the specialty um menu item was a sandwich it's a um lobster sandwich and anthony got it 
nobody was really impressed by the flavor of the actual lobster tail. The lobster sandwich was this crispy coated, amazing sandwich. It was, I, if, if anybody goes or is considering going to the beach club and you like lobster and you like coconut covered <laughs> crispy, <laughs> coconut, if you like crispy coconut shrimp, that that lobster was like a large crispy coconut shrimp sandwich. <laughs> it was amazing. It was really good. But they also let us have different entrees, a couple different entrees. So we had a filet and a lobster tail. <laughs> nice. It was it was an amazing meal. It really was a fabulous, fabulous meal. But the, like I said, that that island has so much to offer that I we you can just do so much just included on the island. Yeah, I've I've been to I haven't been to Coco Cay since they made all the renovations, but when I've been there, I've been there several times and it is by far one of my favorite places to snorkel in their in their snorkeling area. Yeah. They have like the wrecked plane and they have that concrete. I didn't get to that. I feel disappointed. It's I didn't out a get little to the bit. You got to swim out a little bit to get to it, but but there's just, it's not like a full-blown coral reef, but there is some coral there. There's a lot yes. of fire coral, so definitely don't want to touch it. But uh, but yeah, there's just a ton of biodiversity. And then you've got the the grassy areas and the rubble areas. and the So you get a lot of different little ecosystems in one big snorkeling area. I could and I think that thanks to you to and your education, Matt, you know, you're always so educational with what to look for. <laughs> I think that it really helps you to be able to, you know, when you're looking at things, not to breeze over at all the all the little minutia of what's going on in that little system. And um, and actually, the water was pretty calm. I, I, I most of the time when I'm snorkeling, I'm like, okay, oh no, <laughs> you know, I'm going back and forth, and right? I'm trying not to go into it well our, our day was very calm in that area so you could really kind of be able to see a lot without and i have one of these full face masks which mm -hmm. um makes it easy for you know getting on and off quickly <laughs> but um it's not it's no good if you have any diving to do or anything like that um not that i'm a great you know like i can do it like like you can but <laughs> but um that was a perfect place for like a full face mask because there was no, you didn't really need to do any. Um, Most of it's that pretty called? shallow. Um, yeah. That diving, the um, straight diving or whatever that's called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of it's pretty shallow. So you can, yeah. you can see everything from the surface. Definitely could see things a ton going on around this little rocky area. Beautiful little, little area. I really, we, I really enjoyed that. Um, we had a little bit of rain. It wasn't bad that day. And then, um, and the sun came out and um, that was just, it was just a lovely place to hang out. And um, I got to hang out with Piro DJ. And <laughs> they're, still on the, they're, still, they're still on the Mardi Gras right now too. They're on the Mardi Gras, not on, the, not on the Royal Caribbean. Sorry, my mind's on the Mardi Gras. Can you tell? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't think, where are they? Are they? They're on Mardi Gras this week, and then they're on it. They get on it again. That's right. They are. Yes, week. they are on Mardi Gras. They're yeah. getting off, and we're getting on. So yes, we're gonna try yes. and we're gonna try and see if we can see them on the way off. The oh show. man, I cannot wait. <laughs> so we're booked for the Mardi Gras too coming up. We're kind of in between cruises as well. So <laughs> we have the same thing with your Mardi Gras cruise. You're gonna be getting off, and we're be getting on. Ah, there I, you yeah. go. Yes, yes, very cool. So so it did. Two days at Coco Cay, yes. which is like, really, that's like a dream cruise for me because uh, I do love Coco Cay so much. Like we, like we said, it's just such an awesome place. And then it was a seven night cruise. So were there more stops after that? So then um, we had a sea day, one sea day, and then we um, trekked on over to Cozumel and spent our day in Cozumel. And then we had another sea day, and then we went on over to Freeport, Grand Bahamas. And then back to Nassau. So it was it was interesting because two days at Coco Cay, Sea Day, Cozumel, Sea Day, and um, and Freeport. So <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a different way of doing ports for sure. Yes. Yep. Yep. But it was it was really nice. It was a wonderful, wonderful cruise. Um, what did you guys do in Cozumel? 
So in Cozumel, um, we hung out at Mr. Sancho's with a bunch of us friends. <laughs> and it was a really nice day to do it because um, it ended up being kind of a rainy day, but with friends, it didn't really matter. And <laughs> we were all, it, it wasn't thunderstorming. So all the time we were in the pool, some of the time we were undercover. <laughs> it rained off and on, you know, like it does in the Caribbean. Like the storms oh, yeah. don't last all day. Typically, it's just it rained a little, and then it kind of was cloudy. But we all got to hang out and enjoy each other's company, and then um, and just had such a such an excellent time there. Did not do any snorkeling. <laughs> it was the the water was really rough. There was no mm. way you were going to see anything. I, I you know, tried a little bit, but I actually got onto a promotional video from Mr. Sancho's welcoming everybody back. So that was oh, kind of cool. fun to see after the fact. <laughs> was, was that a carnival? Normally carnival doesn't do excursions to Mr. Well, Sancho's. this was through Royal Caribbean. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, but no, you did not have to stick with um, the okay. uh, cruise line excursion for that one. For okay. anything, you did not have to stay with the cruise line. So you could go off on your own. So, it wasn't like um, a bubble kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So we we went, we actually took a regular taxi to Mr. Sancho's. We did need, while we were in Cozumel, until we got into Mr. Sancho's, like the beach club area, we did need to be masked. And then the servers were all masked um, the whole time. Okay. Nor you mentioned the weather. And it's funny because normally at this point, this closer to a cruise, I'm like hyper-focused on the weather and I'm checking all the <laughs> ports for the weather. I don't even care this time. Like as long as there's not a hurricane, I don't care. I just want to be on a ship, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. We're fine. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care less. We may not, we're going to try and snorkel at, at a place in Nassau, but we may not even be in the water other than on the ship. And I don't even care. And that's like very uncharacteristic of me. Oh, that's you'll how, be in the water. I'll that's bet how you. Desperate I, well, I will if I can. But that's how desperate I am to get on, on a ship. So Cozumel, I love Cozumel. And I and haven't been to Mr. Santos yet, but uh, we're, we're going, that's one of the destinations that our group cruise is going to. And that's one of the things we're considering because I think that's a really good, fun place for when you have a group to go we've there. We've done so many things in Cozumel. We've been we we've did a um, a sailboat boat excursion where you you get to race these um, these sailboats that are like the U.S. signature sailboats, and um, we got to do this giving back with purpose and went to a um, orphanage and. It was just, that was a wonderful experience. And we got to give some um, donations to the orphanage there. And just, you know, like they just, they give you such variety of what you can do. We've been to Chunkanab. My daughters have swim with manatees at Chunkanab. <laughs> Anthony almost drowned at Chunkanab. Oh, no. <laughs> We've been to Paradise Beach. Actually, we're going back to Cozumel for our cruise coming up on the Mardi Gras and we're going to hang out at paradise beach. That's what the family decided to do. <laughs> nice. But yes, we love Cosmo. Love yeah. it. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's so much to do. I, I have just barely scratched the surface of Cosmo. Absolutely. You ATV. Oh my, you, you don't have to do anything at all. Then you can just hang out at the port as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. a very it's nice Freeport. port area. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And then now I've never been to Freeport. What was that like? Um, well, I was not <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I know it's a very industrial port. No, I don't mind the industrial nature of the port so much. I don't know. I think that like we, we did take a excursion with Royal Caribbean. It felt like the excursion, maybe, I think that they're just getting used to excursions going again. So it was very unorganized and disorganized. So by the time we actually, we were just going to a, um, to a, a beach area and by the time we got there, it ended up being maybe like two and a half hours that we got to spend at this beach. Well, it was kind of like, well, shoot, you know, <laughs> I expected to have a little more time here. And then Anthony's chair fell apart yeah. on him as he was like sitting in this chair. And it literally like he went to lay down and it broke and a piece of metal went into his kidney oh, no. area. <laughs> This day was like, this was our last day of our cruise. 
and Anthony got hurt. And so we were filling out paperwork for most of our excursion time. We're filling out all the paperwork. Oh, the people yeah. at the um, place were very apologetic. They were super nice. The lifeguard and the lifeguard made all the difference because he came over and he's just, his disposition was so nice. We were kind of in that kind of negative Nelly attitude that like, oh, this, you know, that we, we, we don't get very much time here. And now this happened, but the lifeguard came over, attended to him and just made it so much better. Just his attitude changed things around for us. It like, it, boom. All right. We really appreciated him. Then we started turning things around, even though we had to fill out all this paperwork. <laughs> and I just ended up writing it out because they couldn't write it as well as I could for like describing what happened. <laughs> and I'm very <laughs> used to paperwork. So right. I wrote a couple of times I had to write out the description of what happened. And, uh, <laughs> and then, um, and we did have, it was like included a meal there and drinks as well. So um, it, it was a very, in, in the end, I think that I enjoyed the excursion, but um, it, it, the disorganization of it and like how it started kind of made it all um, feel a little bit like what's going on? <laughs> you right. guys had all this time to prepare for us, but like and that, <laughs> what a snobby kind of an attitude, but uh, you know, they were just um, not in practice. I think of, of have of being open and right. uh, the people were very, very kind and the food was excellent. The drinks were excellent. Um, we didn't have the best weather, but you can't control the weather, you know? So, <laughs> and then um, it just, we wanted longer there, but you can't control that either. So you get what you get. And, right. um, and we were really happy to just even be able to take the excursion. <laughs> and the right. bus driver on the way back was a stitch, was so much fun that we did enjoy the ride back. And then, and then the night that evening or that afternoon, that whole coming back was very, very rushed. We had, we just got on the ship, wanted to do a little photo session with a bunch of us bloggers. So we all got together and did some photos. And then um, I wanted to go ice skating so badly. So this was like, the, they, they don't have the ice skating rink open very often. There's little bits of time during your cruise that, and, and there were maybe like two sessions that you could go ice skating. Oh. So we really wanted to do this ice skating. So, yep. Um, so got down there and, and was ice skating and was doing pretty darn well at it <laughs> until, um, I tried doing a maneuver that I shouldn't have tried to do because I, I can't do uh, on roller skates. So I don't know. I was I was trying to just relax and like stop being so stiff. I'm um, I'm used to roller skating. I grew up like with roller skating rinks and and I went roller skating all the time. Ice skating, not so much. But um, yeah, I tried going from I could go forward. I could go backwards. I tried going from forwards to backwards and. Um, my knee did not appreciate. I fell Ooh. down onto my knee and um, on my leg the wrong way. So, Ooh. yeah, I got a fun pass to the infirmary. I was going to say, this sounds like more paperwork. <laughs> a lot more paperwork. <laughs> Anthony got his little scrape looked at and more paperwork. And um, my knee looked at and examined and x-rayed and more paperwork. And, um Yep, I uh, I tore a couple of ligaments and oh, wow. um, and did some damage to my knee, which it's recovering. No surgery needed, thank okay. God. Oh, I'm so so happy that I didn't need surgery. So, um, but yeah, did um, and not many people can say that they fell on an ice skating rink in on a, in the middle of the Caribbean. <laughs> How did that work going to the infirmary? Did did you end up with like a medical bill or how did Actually, that Actually, I asked while I was getting treatment. I'm like, before they did the x-rays, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. How much right? is this going to cost me? Because <laughs> I was conscious and I could make decisions. And the doctor told me it won't cost you anything. So I'm like, hey, okay then. And yeah. I asked the nurse again and she's like, nope, nope. It won't cost you anything. 
Well, then we get a little bill with it costing something. And it wasn't horrible. You know, it wasn't horrible. But I did bring it to to the um, customer service and said, okay, well, they said this wasn't going to cost anything. So I'm not sure. And then she said, well, who told you that? And I said, both the doctor and the nurse. Right. Specifically, let you know. ask, the, ask them. Now, I didn't vlog it. <laughs> Why would you? I mean, I wouldn't vlog something like that. But right. um, they they did they took the charges off and um were very and it wasn't because i'm a vlogger or anything like that i mean i i don't know why because when you're going into that type of a environment you're signing that all the fine prints that you know that this you know if you get injured you're not going to sue royal caribbean and all of that and you you had to wear helmets so we were helmeted up Mm -hmm. i had long pants on and socks and um, I was ready for the ice skating. It's just um, <laughs> not, not what, what I actually did. <laughs> That's good to know, though, because you hear horror stories about people going to the infirmary on cruise ships and like this these monster medical bills. It's good well, to like know the that entire bill was experience. only going to cost us like $130. Like seriously, $130 for x-rays, it, right. it'd be what I'd have to pay after my insurance gets done with right. the, you know, cost. So that's, that's, that was okay with, I felt like that was not that bad, actually. Yeah, um, yeah that's reasonable. That's, yeah, you know, I, I thought that they got us right in very quickly they were very caring. Um, I mean, he said it was sprained. I think it was more than sprained, but I mean, he couldn't know. He couldn't, he's not an orthopedic surgeon right. either. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to hobble. Oh my goodness. So I did have wheelchair then. Um, I got wheeled at chair assist. So that was a whole <laughs> different world. Um, and I got wheelchair assist off of the cruise um, and then into the airport and um I had to actually hobble my way onto that airplane, like so they could get me to the airplane, but I had to hop (laughs) to get in from the door where they could let me off into the plane. And these poor airline stewards were like trying to help me. And they're like, tell us whatever you need. (laughs) And I'm literally like (laughs) hopping on one foot. (laughs) And then I could use the seats as like pretend crutches until I got my crutches back at home. And, um, it's a love-hate relationship with crutches. <laughs> but you're doing okay now. The, the yes, yep, I'm, uh, I'm healing every day. It's taken a long time. So yeah. uh, I did not realize, I guess in the ICU, you see healing a lot faster or, you know, either healing or decompensation a lot quicker. I, I'm not as, you know, versed in orthopedic type of like bone issues and, um, and I guess it's it's par for the course. It's nothing for it to take like three months. So I'm on light duty. I'm not able to work from, except I can work from home, um, just doing chart reviews. So I'm, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful it wasn't worse. You know, yeah. I didn't break my neck or something goofy like that. So, um, so, and and you have to live every moment to the fullest, in my opinion. I I think that's part of. I don't know. That's my mentality for what you do with cruising and you don't try to be foolish. I mean, I would not recommend people doing maneuvers that they don't know how to do, (laughs) (laughs) but you, you want to experience life. I mean, because life just regular life has risks to it. So absolutely. That's my perspective. Well, that sounds awesome. Thank you for sharing that information about that cruise. It sounds like a great cruise. I know there's a lot of vlogs because there were so many vloggers on that cruise. Definitely. Uh, Lots of ways to catch that. But uh, we have you on here, and we always do a cruise creature. And so we asked you, what cruise creature would you like? And uh, (laughs) and we gave this an option. So, Kimber, go ahead and run our cruise creature intro. Now, I know we had the manatee in there, which you told me is like your favorite cruise creature. Love the manatees. That's not the cruise creature we're doing. We did, a, we did do a, a cruise creature as a man, or manatee as a cruise creature. Yeah, right after point. a manatee swim. You guys need to come down in the wintertime. Yes. And swim with the manatees. Crystal River. Yes, we yes. will do that with you if you ever, if you want. 
We Definitely. it is so much fun. I don't Definitely. know if Mallory and Andrew are still on here in the in our chat, but they they did that with us. And oh man, it's I mean I've done it, it several times, awesome. but it's I mean they come up and just like nuzzle your face. We it's, are in hundred percent, a gazillion percent want to do that. Definitely. <laughs> But you said you had a great suggestion and it's one that we haven't done. And this is episode 102. So there's almost 102 creatures that we've covered, probably more than 102 creatures technically. Yeah. Because some we've done multiple creatures or it's like one, we didn't do a cruise creature. But anyway, uh, you said, Hey, we always see these lizards when we're in Florida. Maybe we should talk about those. And I thought that is, that is a great thing to talk about because people <laughs> come down. If you don't live in Florida, maybe even if you do, uh, you will see lizards almost certainly, no matter what time of year you visit Florida, you are almost almost are going to have to see lizards. So uh, there are a lot of lizards that live in Florida, but there are really there are really two species, really one mostly that you are guaranteed pretty much to see, and uh, and that is the anole. And so there, there are, technically there are a bunch of different anoles that live in Florida. There's only one. A knoll species that's native to Florida, and they're green, and they're called the green anole. <laughs> and uh, and I, I've got some photos that I've taken of green anoles over the years. If, if you want to put some photos, up. if you're listening, so cute. you won't be able to see them. But these are beautiful lizards. These are native to Florida, as you'll find out. They're the only anoles that are native to Florida, and they they will change color. Like there's a picture on now that shows kind of going brown. They can go all brown, but there's always a little bit of like turquoise around their eye this this one that's on there you can kind of see that a little bit and some people will call them chameleons they're not true there are lizards that are called true chameleons because of that ability to change their color which they don't really change their color so much to camouflage it's more about heat retention or communication with other anoles uh there's one on the screen now that's kind of that in between you can see that turquoise around its eyes yeah that turquoise is like the giveaway they also have a little bit different head shape to the anoles that you're more likely to see you might see green anoles but the ones that are everywhere in florida are the brown anoles or sometimes they're called cuban anoles and uh and these lizards are invasive so they have been in florida since the late uh, well yeah since the late 1800s so 19th century they came over from Cuba and other Caribbean islands. And they came over with like probably different tropical plants and things because they lay their eggs in the soil and they hatched and they're just really durable lizards. And so they have managed to just spread throughout not only Florida, but their range is actually increasing and they're all through Georgia. They're in, I've seen them in Louisiana. I'm sure they're in between there. They go up into the Carolinas and uh, they're they're much more tolerant than than our green anoles to like human habitation. So you'll see them all over sidewalks, every everywhere, everywhere. So I have to interrupt real quick. Yeah, Ian said they look like geckos. So there are geckos all, as well in Florida, but all of our geckos are also invasive. And usually the geckos that you see in Florida, and there are a number of species, you'll see them at night out on the, on the wall because they're wall climbers and they'll be right near the porch light out at night looking for insects to, to snatch. But these guys are actually more closely related to iguanas than they are to geckos. And we do actually have iguanas that are now living in Florida. Florida has so many invasive species of lizards. In fact, when you said, let's talk about these, these lizards, I told Kimbra at lunch today, I said, I know a lot about anoles, but I need to make sure I know about these, these brown anoles because there was a time when I was told that there's actually a bunch of species that are probably interbred and it's not just one Caribbean species of anole. But it turns out, I think the current thinking is that there is one main species of a brown anole that's everywhere, but then there are a few others that are mostly in Southern Florida, but there are a couple others you could see in different areas. They look very, very, very similar to the- so are they, because they're invasive, are they bad or are they okay for the environment? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And there's not a clear answer on the anole. So there are there there are a lot of indicators that where, the, where these brown anoles are at, the green anoles will have to 
take refuge up higher in the foliage. So the brown anoles like lower areas, low shrubbery, which is why they do well around human habitation. The green anoles, it kind of forces them up. If there's no place for the green anoles to go, then green anoles disappear from those areas. So there, there is some concern that they outcompete our native green anoles. There's also some concern because they will actually eat little tiny baby green anoles and their eggs. Okay. Uh, but how damaging they are as an invasive species, it's hard to say. The green anoles have kind of adapted to this. And they're definitely not as damaging as a lot of other invasives. And they are so prolific that uh, there's no even attempt to control them at this point. They're just part of Florida <laughs> now. Uh, so they're not, they're probably not the most problematic invasive species, but they are. So do they eat insects? Primarily, they're going to go after insects, spiders. I mean, they're beneficial to humans because of that as well. They're going to eat, you know, we see them eating ants. You'll see them eating all sorts of things. But like you I said, they're kind of cute. <laughs> they, are, they are. They're adorable. And, and the, the other cool thing about them, and this is what I would tell people to do. If you're in Florida, whether you live here or you're visiting, maybe you're just somewhere hanging out outside. Maybe you're at a pool or something. There's You see some anoles. What I would encourage you to do if you've got a little time is to just sit back, sit real quiet and relax and watch them. Because if you see these anoles, there's usually more than one, and you will normally see some really interesting behavior. They're very, uh, they're very good at communicating with each other through body language. So they Definitely. have that kind of red dewlap under their oh, chin, yeah. they bob their head. They'll do these push-ups. The males are very territorial. But if you see one doing that, there's probably at least one, probably more than one other anole around. And uh, and it's really interesting to watch their little interactions and stuff. You can I can see why they're how they are related to iguanas because their little head bobs look very much like iguana, like domination, you know, like trying yeah. to get territorial type of head head nods. <laughs> yes, yes, it's that's a common that is it's not universal, but it's almost a universal lizard communication thing like even the australian bearded dragons will kind of do that and they have the beard <laughs> that comes out so it's a it's a very uh common form of communication between lizards but uh but yeah they're they're really cool they are beautiful lizards and and uh if you look at them closely too like i don't know there's one picture head they sometimes they have like orangish heads um sometimes they have a lot of white stripes or mottled patterns um, but if you, if you get to see them and you just really look at them, like from a distance, they might just look like a little brown lizard, but if you look closely, they really have these beautiful intricate designs. And if you can get a real good up close view of them, you can see their, their scales are really intricate and interesting. And some of them you may see in these, in these photographs have like the males will get these kind of ridges on their back, uh, which is kind of another dominance thing. But uh, they're, they really are little dinosaurs, and they're, they're a blast to watch and interact with. Very fun. Yeah. We like, I like, I think that it's amazing they can, like, go upright, you know, they can scale everything. They can go right up a tree. Nothing yeah. Oh, split. Yeah. And they don't seem super afraid of humans. Like, they'll, they'll stick around quite they're very uh, tolerant. a especially while. The, yeah, especially the brown anoles. They're super tolerant of people. And so if you move slowly, if you take your time, you can get pretty close to them most of the time and get some really good pictures, even if you don't have a nice telephoto lens, you know, just your camera or something. Yeah. You can usually get pretty close to them. Now, if they do get scared, one of the things they can do, and they won't do this unless you actually physically grab them, they can drop their tail. Yeah, so that is a defense yeah. they have. Not all lizards do that, but anoles do that. And uh, it's called caudal autotonomy. And they can purposefully drop their tails. Their tails will keep wiggling around, which will probably keep predators focused on the tail. And then the lizard gets away. They will regenerate their tails, but they wow. don't regenerate them completely. So there, there is initially, when they're born, they have bones that go all the way down their tail. And when they regenerate their tail, they do not regrow the bone. They just It just kind of goes back as mostly a, a fat, uh, reserve kind of a thing. So it'll wow. it'll look like the tail, but it doesn't have all the functionality of the tail. But uh, they can still drop it again if they need to, and they can that same it. tail they can still drop again. Then from a from a different, I think they have to drop it from a further up 
point though. So and it's interesting if they do, because if you see the tail, it's got a really weird, like sort of almost mechanical, but biological look to it. Uh, it's, it's, it's really kind of creepy looking, but kind of <laughs> at the same time, very alien looking, but yeah, but definitely you'll see them if you're down here. And if you're at Port Canaveral, if you're probably not at, at uh, Tampa or Jacksonville, but if you're in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, there's a good chance there's another lizard that you'll see called a curly tail lizard, which we'll do as a cruise creature at some point, but you'll know it. If you see a lizard, that's a curly tail lizard, you'll know it because it has a curly tail. Very, very curly yes. tail curled up behind it. And uh, we and saw some of those in Curacao. Yes. In, yes. In, in, I think in, yeah, in Curacao, or Aruba. I'm sorry. We we walked along in Aruba. Yes, we saw the curly, curly tailed lizard. It's, and it's cool when you, when you see some of these lizards in the Caribbean because you're like, oh, this is actually your native. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. It was fun. <laughs> I thought of you, Matt. <laughs> I'm on. Well, listen, Nancy, thank you so much for joining us. This was an absolute blast. And, uh, and I'm so glad you got to go on this cruise and share it with us. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I really, I really enjoy this cruise community, enjoy cruising, you know, um, can't wait to cruise with so many of the community that we have made here. <laughs> I feel like we're a very tight, you know, kind of a um, encouraging kind of circle of friends. So um, really appreciate you inviting me out here and um, can't wait to see the manatees with you and be yes. able to see you cruising. I can't <laughs> wait to hear all about your amazing cruise on the Mardi Gras. Oh my goodness. That's going to be great. And then follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again. Anything else? No. Nope, nope. yeah. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon, but first the Mardi Gras. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Thanks for hanging out after the credits. After the credits. I love that, man. I love your your <laughs> cruise creatures. Oh man, it's always so fun. So, so the manatee is your favorite cruise creature that you've experienced? Yes, I have to say it is definitely. We um, we would love to experience it more, but yes, love the manatees. We've done the stingrays. I love the stingray city you know, in Grand Cayman. So that was awesome. My Hannah, our daughter, Hannah was a pro at feeding those. Um, they <laughs> kind of, they kind of suck up a little bit of my skin here. Yeah. And they would like keep on like, just it pinch it. And you know, maybe I was holding the food too tight or something, but <laughs> she could feed those stingrays like like everything. <laughs> but now, have you seen, have you seen manatees just at um, Chonkanob or have you seen them in the, like in the wild? Um, my husband, Anthony has seen manatees in our canal. So we have a canal that right. Um, is right by our new, our house down in Florida. Um, and um, it, we have a little porch that overlooks that area. So we're looking out at that area all the time. We have, Definite um, alligators in that oh, cool. in that canal all the time, um, but fly, you know the fish jump all the time. We're we're constantly hearing the fish jumping out of the water, and um, and sometimes they'll jump multiple times. But Anthony swears he has seen a manatee in that canal. Um, so I think that was earlier before it got you know like so much so hot down here <laughs> there, but. I don't know. Um, is that possible? Because it's like yeah. a, 
Um, if it's connected to right. it's it is connected, connected to the ocean, so it's connected to the Peace River that connects yep. into the Gulf of Mexico. Oh yeah, that's absolutely very very possible. And they they will come in because they can go into freshwater, saltwater. What okay. really drives them is the temperature. So yeah, temperature. Uh, they'll try and get to warmer water when it gets cold. So those yes. few times when it's cold in Florida, as soon as that water temperature drops below sixty eight, they have to find a spring or something that's warmer, but they like, even though they can drink salt water, they like fresh water. So they'll come into freshwater areas for that as well. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. yeah we'd love really to, likely. Oh man, I'd love to swim with them. I would really, I didn't get to do the chunk and up experience cause it was a little pricey and my daughters decided that they wanted to foot the bill and do it. So <laughs> they, they here's, did that. here's the thing. If you come to Crystal River, it's probably going to be less expensive than that. For yes. The whole I trip. have researched that heavily. I have, yeah. I really want to do that. <laughs> well, let us know. Cause I I'm pretty familiar with that area. I've stayed a few different. I know you can't reach out and, and touch them, but if they go into you. <laughs> yeah. And they will, they'll come right to you. And they, uh, yeah, they're very protective of the manatees, which is good. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they will, they will come around. And then we also, we had an interesting experience. We went to a spring in Florida uh, in the winter time. So there was nobody else there, which is great. The water's still 72. We wore our wetsuits, but uh, we weren't expecting this at all, but there were manatees in the spring. And I talked, the park ranger said, you know, just to let you know, there's manatees in the spring. And I was like, Oh, I guess we can't swim in the spring. She's like, no, it's okay. Just don't like, just don't go up and crowd them and just don't get between the mama and the calf. And mm -hmm. so it was literally Kimbra and myself. And there were what, two other people in this huge yeah. spring, like the size of a, of a, almost the size of an Olympic swimming pool, maybe half the size of an Olympic swimming pool. Oh, it was a pretty big space. It was big. And, oh, and there cool. were like four manatees just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out. One of them was a baby. Crystal clear water, like as clear yeah. as bath water. It oh my was gosh! Outstanding, and so yes. we just, where was that at? That was at um, that was Silver, Silver, Spring. Silver Glen Springs. Okay. Yeah, in Ocala. Very cool. 